I am so excited about where we left off last week, and I really want to get jumped right back into where we were. But before we get started, what have we got going on in the Back Patio Network this coming week? Well, Monday night, we're running Age of Heroes on Twitch, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, non-daylight savings time. Going through Greyhawk and the adventure known as Shackled City. Join us. It's fun. 9 p.m.? Did I say that? You didn't know. If you didn't before. There we go. (laughs) Excellent. Anything else happening that we need to talk about? No? I see a lot of shaking heads. So in that case, we are finally at a destination I've been looking at since we started over three years ago. You are at the gates to Zen Shlast. And I'm just... We're there, and I can't wait for you guys to start delving into this beautifully written, wonderful, adventuring area. But we have some uh, administration work to go through first. I'm going to say it took about three hours to walk up the path of the river, which means you have been above 5,000 feet now for three hours. That means we need three fortitude checks from everybody. So go ahead and roll those three checks. Remember what they are, and then uh, just one at a time, give me all three checks in order. All right, Safi? Let me do the math. Well, I rolled a natural 18, natural 19, natural 15, so I think... You're good there. Yeah. Uh, Actually, with the natural 15, what would be... Because that's your third roll. What's your your bonus? Pretty Uh, high, right? Plus 18, so it's 33. Oh, Oh, so plus 18 for you. All right, well, actually... Well, we'll keep going. Uh, Hadassah. Uh, 34, 25, and 31. And Valentre? I was similar to Matt. I rolled an 18, 19, and 20. So it was 33, <laughs> 34, 35 in that order. It was, <laughs> this dice is treating me nicely for these first three rolls. Uh, let's hope that stops. That's great. So your bonuses are all above 18, right? All right. Um, 15. Yeah, okay. So you're... Really high. Very nice. So now that you are sitting at the gates, you are above. You are at that 15,000 foot mark. From here on, every six hours is going to be another fortitude check. And the longer you spend above 15,000 feet, the check gets a little bit harder every time. And if you fail, oh, some fun things happen. Let's hope it doesn't happen, but I kind of hope it does. Anyway. (laughs) But now you're at 15,000. When I was in Europe, I was at 10,000 feet. And I got to tell you, I noticed it was hard to breathe at times. And if you walked much above a gentle stroll, you were sucking wind real quick. So you get dehydrated easier too, don't you? I would imagine. Luckily, we didn't spend very long. I think we were up at that height, like maybe half an hour. Oh, yeah, I'm getting breathless just thinking about it. (laughs) So, yeah, 15,000 feet, thin air. You guys got a lot to deal with. Luckily, our Discord server was very, very nice to us and pointed out some wonderful aspects and things to look for that maybe will help you out in the future. But for now, you don't have any of that. And you are slowly suffocating. Okay. Now you were looking at the gate. (laughs) Nobody is fatigued yet, thank goodness. And I described it last week as this big, giant, built city. A city built for giants. You were looking at squares that are normally five feet with this map. Each square represents 750 feet. I was not able to understand exactly what that meant. So I took the little square area you're in. Can you see the square that's drawn on this map? Uh, that we're on? What part of the map? Like just a normal oh, square? Yeah. It's to the south. Are you able to see that black square? No. Not that you've drawn. No, no I didn't. Okay, let me, let me find out what I've done, which layer I put this on. Roll 20 is fantastic, but sometimes you do things and you forget. There okay, so now you should be able to see yes. them. So that yep. square represents the area I'm about to drag you into, just to give you an idea of how big and massive this area is. So if you scroll out on roll 20 as far as you can in the normal thing, you can't see the map as a whole. 
So you can see the squares and you see how pixelated it is. And you guys are on the southern end of this, you know, 750 feet away. And still the squares are 15 feet and not five. The pathway that you are on, it's like a mouse in the middle of a road is how big you guys are. It's huge. I mean, those turrets on those on that wall are 120 feet if this was five feet wide. Yeah. At 15, good lord. Let's see. Let me make sure. I'm going to change the scale for you. I'm kind of envisioning like some of the scale of just like the epic settings from like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that where it's just, you know, it's like you are... You know, there's that statue over there, and you are smaller than the nail on the pinky finger on the statue. Right. That is exactly how big this is. Yeah, I see you working on it, Casey. 360 feet across. Huge. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the road is what? Let's see. Let's see. The road itself is 160 feet wide. Just to give you an idea of how big you are, or how big you are, and how big the area is. It's massive. Um, So... Above that fortress that you're looking at to the north with the massive gates and the massive towers, you see a couple of small specks flying around in the air, and you notice that they're sort of alternating like they are on a pattern. So one will get up, and they'll fly around in a gentle circle around the thing, and then it'll go back and land. And then a few minutes later, another one gets up and circles around. So it's obviously obvious something is keeping an eye on the area that you're walking into. So you have that path to the north. It goes to a gate. To your left is another massive road that leads up to the north as well, but more to the west side. And when you look down that road, up in the air, a very tiny speck you see fly in from the west, and it settles down somewhere in the middle of the city, several miles away from where you're at right now. Scene is set. You're in a very large area. You guys are all alone. It's a very dangerous area. Things seem to be moving around. So tell me, what do you do? Vlantre immediately moves towards the building that we're right next to and just tries to get into the shadows or around the corner or something just to hide in some form or fashion. 15 minutes later, by the time you get there, you are in the shadows. It's not that far away if our markers are right. (laughs) It's only 200 feet. It's only 200 feet, so couple seconds later, you're there. I turn invisible. Bing! Hadassah follows Volantre and um, just tries to be inconspicuous. (laughs) Just like a little mouse. So there are things moving about? What kind of things? Like just giants? Random giants? Or like what's in the city? Are there people in the city? There are not. Uh, If... And where you're at right now, uh, you're talking about miles and miles away, and there is plenty of sightline blockage when you just look north for when you're on the ground. So you can't really see much. If you take off into the air, you'll be able to see more, obviously. But from right now, from your vantage point, the only thing that you really see moving are those creatures, something flying around in a fortress area to the north. Okay. So the only... I'm going to say patrol, because you made it seem like that they are regularly patterned on. on there is only in the fortress to the north. To the west, we just saw one speck just come out of the blue and land somewhere. Yes. But we're not seeing that repeatedly go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. If you could hit about a DC 200 perception check, you might be able to see it a little bit better. But I was looking up perception checks, and over a certain amount of feet, it's like a plus one per 10 feet or something. So it's too far away for you to really make out any detail other than a black dot that floats in and seems to land, settle somewhere in the city. Okay. What do you all think we should do? Well, it seems like the occlusion field, um, well, they said the occlusion field was just around the pinnacle, so I suspect whatever we're looking for is there. We just need to find a way in, and I don't know what that is, but maybe well, if we Well, actually, can... Hadassah, you do know where it is because you can act, that is something you can see from where you are. The pinnacle is actually raised up several thousand feet above the city, and you can see it 
on the horizon above everything else. Okay. Up on a bluff is this large gray dome. Can't see much inside of it, but you can see it from where you're standing. Okay. Well, we still have the problem of figuring out how to get into the pinnacle. But I think whatever we're looking for is going to be there. So. <gasps> can we get horses? <gasps> oh. I, well... <laughs> Before, before I do that, um, when I think I recall that when we were in the Runeforge and Droth summoned a phantom steed, he was invisible, but the horse was visible. I believe that is correct. So, so it'd be just a bunch of horses running around. Um, phantom steeds do not go invisible with the character being invisible, correct? No, but they're phantoms. Aren't they already invisible? <laughs> or hazy? Don't you think that would be a little conspicuous? Just a bunch of horses running around? Phantom horses. Do they look weird? I mean, they definitely don't... They look horse-like, if I remember from the description, but they are distinguishable from real horses. Oh. Right? I actually thought about that, also, <laughs> given how big this place is. Um... No, I Do I think we should probably not summon the horses while it would make getting there much easier and probably much healthier for all of us. Um, I don't think that we could sneak quite as well. Do we even need to sneak through the city? I do not know. Um, so far, the only thing that we've seen are those... Whatever they are flying around. Right, but we're going to the dome and going to try to get in there. Could we just, I don't know, poof there and keep an eye out for those entering and exiting? That would be even faster than the horses. We can try. How much of a risk do you think this is going to be? Depends on how big the occlusion field is. I'm assuming, um, Wes, I'm assuming that the field is the the opaque dome around the pinnacle? Or is that architecture you were describing? Your character may not know for sure, so I will leave it up to you on what your assumptions will be. Well, I guess I'm just saying, since I, since I personally cannot see it, is... Does it look like architecture or does it look like some uh, random like little you. mushroom cap that's been stuffed on top of the architecture? I understand now. Uh, what your character is seeing is like a gray mist. So it's definitely not architecture. Okay. It's as if uh, somebody put a salad bowl over an area and then filled it with smoke. Okay. All right. And we can all see that. So or All three of you. Okay. Um, I am going to pull my goggles of true seeing into place and give it another look just to see if there's anything beyond that. Does the true seeing allow you to see through fog? I believe so. I let believe me, so as well. Let me double check. That is an excellent question true that sight. I do not know the answer to. Oh, nope. It does not negate concealment, including that caused by fog and the like. That's what I was remembering. So there's no change at that point, not with true seeing. Okay. Um, just to check, that large face in the side of the mountain, yes. that is beside this big dome of mist, correct? It's above the dome. So it go the that's basically the peak of Mar Massif. And it extends above the pinnacles of avarice underneath the dome. So would the top of the dome be around Face's chin or further down? Further down. Okay. Um, Just trying to get an idea of the scale of where the peak is versus where the pinnacle is. Sure. So I'm looking at the drawing and where those little spires and peaks are. The dome is covering those. Okay. So you maybe up to the cheekbone, maybe just below the cheekbone, somewhere in that area. Okay. So I vote that we try to teleport up there, but not not too close. 
We don't want to get, you know, bounced back or anything like that. Sophie. Hmm? How are you on your teleports today? I'm good. You want to shoot for the face? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go first, um, I'm going to also cast invisibility on myself. And Adasa, can you turn invisible? Yes, I can. She casts invisibility. Pew, pew, pew. Three invisible people communicating together. <laughs> and well, now we have to I, hold hands and we didn't grab I, each I pull, other. <laughs> I pull my goggles into place so I can see everybody. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. This is why I got them. <laughs> I got tired of not being able to see the rest of the group. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's for like bad guys and stuff too, but. <laughs> <laughs> you never should have let her buy those goggles. Okay. They might be helpful yet. Where are we going? Point, yeah, you point it out. I'll, I'll poof us. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm thinking like right on, like if the chin is kind of turned up just a little bit, like that drawing is, like we go towards there. But since Volantre is always magically fr- flying, he grabs your arms like really, really, really strongly so that if we land on a unstable surface or midair, he will hold you all up. Okay. Well, I'm going because strength-wise, he's good to cast greater teleport. Say one more time where you were landing. The chin of the face, right? Like at right the below chin. it, I think. So that will put you on a cliff overlooking the gray dome. And you were you see a small path that leads down into the valley or not down to the valley, but down to the area here that leads into the dome itself where you could just zoop, down down. Is there anything on that path? Not that you can see. What about that Hadassah can see? Not that Hadassah can see either. Okay. Seems to be just a <laughs> stone path that leads down. Okay, how close are we to the occlusion field? Uh, it's almost at your toes. But if you were to step forward, you're not sure if you'd step off into thin air or into a path. It's hard to tell. Right. But within, you know, 40 or 50 feet? Don't know. Oh, with the, of the path f- of the field. The, the field itself is not very far away. Maybe 10, 15 feet away from you at this point. So just okay. like the distance of the path. Yes. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, so one of the fun things that the goggles of True Sight do is um, once per day on command, the wearer can use Analyze Dewomer. Um, so you can observe magical auras. You can examine a single creature or object that you can see as a free action. Would this occlusion field count as something I could analyze with this? That's one of those left field questions DMs love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I mean, it's a cool ability. Yeah. I don't know if it works here, but yeah. it, you know, it's like. Well. It does say you may examine a single creature or object. And the question is, is is the occlusion field considered an object? Object, right. Um, Yeah, you learn its function, including any curse effects, how to activate it, if appropriate, how many charges are left, if it uses charges. It's like a... The object does get a will save. It's like a mega identify. Yeah. Yeah. It does not work on artifacts. So if this is considered an artifact... Yeah. Oh, there. Finally made it down to the artifact point. Pernt? Pernt. Apparently. <laughs> I'm from Tennessee. The analyze weaver does not function when used on an artifact. Okay. I believe this would count, count as an artifact. Right as an artifact. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was worth a shot because we're woefully lacking in information on how to deal with this. So You are. Um, so. so this path that we are in front of or standing on or right nearby... It goes up further to uh, above the mountain to like the top of the face, correct? It does, um, but it seems to not do much once it gets there. It's sort of a dead but end. But it doesn't like dead end into the occlusion field, right? It's not like, no. looks like it's go- going down the path. 
looking down, do we see it going further down and around the occlusion field? Or does it go It into seems it? to go directly into the occlusion field if you go down. Okay. And so the other part of that is, is there another path going outside of the occlusion field, like back down to the city that we can see? Yes, absolutely. So it almost adjoins to where it's going into the occlusion field? I'm trying to get a picture of basically, is this a, like, the path from the city comes up and goes into the occlusion field. Is this a path yes. coming off of that, or is this a completely separate path from that? Right now, since you can't see inside the field, it looks separate. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Because it's on the opposite side of the dome. Ah, there we go. That's what I needed. Yep. So from the very south side is the path from the city up into the dome, and then from the north side is the path down from the face into the dome. I don't think we're going to see much on this side. Perhaps we could go we should go to the other side. Oh, okay. Uh just Sophie starts looking. Uh I don't know if I can get there without seeing it. Can't we just fly? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I was taking a teleport, but no, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's going to take some time, but 90 feet per every six seconds is my normal fly speed, so... Or 80 feet. Well, you feel soft, you start to climb on your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. If you can find him, right? <laughs> now that you are higher up and you're talking about flying over the area, you can actually see the city as a whole at this point. And you were looking at Lower Zen Shalast from the chin of the face carved into Mar Massif. And I have opened the map for you, and it is huge, it's massive, and there are lots of interesting things and objects and buildings to explore. And you might see every once in a while something move in the distance, but it's always at such a great ways away, a great distance that you really can't make out many details, but the city is both dead and alive. You also notice on the eastern side of the city that the valley itself and the city used to be a lot bigger. What has happened is in the fall of Thassalon, you can only assume, or sometimes since the fall maybe, a volcano has exploded it has dropped lava into the city, mm -hmm. and the entire eastern side of the city has been decimated and destroyed by the lava itself. It has since cooled and hardened, and now it's covered in rock, but for the most part, destroyed. That's what you see on the map on the eastern side, all that gray grossness. Like Pompeii style. Bingo. Something tells me that that um, Thassalon uh, scholar would love to get up here. Judah or the one we met? The irritating one. I mean, either of them, really, but um, sorry, that was just Alicia speculating. Hadassah <laughs> would have no idea that <laughs> something like that would literally freeze a day in the life kind of in time, but... Yeah. So, how big a round is this dome? In other words, if we were to fly at the path level to go around it to get to the other path, how much time are we talking? 14 days. 14 days. Okay, then invisibility no, is definitely going to expire there. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, My flight is going to expire too. Roughly 3,000 feet. A little less than a mile. So a mile in the 15 minutes of invisibility that we have is probably doable with the flight. Speed being... Oh yeah, easily. Okay. So I just take off in the sense of I grab Safi, grab Hadassah, and go. And I stay a little clear away from the um, occlusion field, but I stay close to the ground and close to the field. Okay, so flying along the ground, it's uh, Falcor flying through the never-ending story. You finally get to the end and you land gently on the path, allowing your friends to... Stand on their own two feet. And now you are on the southern side of the occlusion field on a path that leads up from the lower city into the upper spires. You are staring at a gray, misty wall. Am I, am I pinging where we are? Is that right? It's 
So that is the path. If you followed it south, you would get back into the city, but you are farther north than that, probably by a good 2,000 feet as the crow flies. And you notice the path winds down gently through the mountainside so that you're not going like a steep mountain climb. Do we see anything on either side of this path to potentially hide behind bushes, sure. trees? Um, yeah, it's a rocky area that you're staring at. Uh, so you have lots of very large boulders to hide behind as well as crags and maybe in a few holes or two. Plus, it's a steep cliff to just behind you to the left and to the right that goes almost straight down. Okay. And then um, on the path, does it look recently worn or is that a perception check? recently worn like tracking footprints that kind of stuff oh you're looking for footprints that's different Uh, you can give me a perception check 36 man I am going to use my favorite line from another podcast (laughs) you see tracks going in every which direction yay you see lots and lots of tracks footprints everywhere (laughs) anyone want to try to enter Sure. I mean, we came this far. You gonna go, or do you want me to? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hadassah will Uh, pick up like a rock and just kind of like chuck it through. Oh, it goes through, no problem. I'll go. I'll go. Um, Maybe one of us should go, and the person that can heal and resurrect people should stay here for a moment. Okay. Hadassah will. Kind of walk up to the field and look it up and down and be like, this is a terrible idea. And steps forward. As soon as your first toe hits that field, you feel it pushing back as if it does not want you to enter. But if you exert any force, it allows you inside and... First your foot, then your shin, knee, finally get a hip in, and it's just pushing harder and harder. It's as if you are walking through mud when you get it, as you cross over into the field. And it gets a little bit easier, and finally you're completely inside the field, and I need you to give me a fortitude save. (laughs) This is going to hurt. All right. Um, 34. We'll save next. I was wrong. This is the one Oh gosh. Yep, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Okay. <laughs> 18. Oh. oh no. When that there is a wave that caresses over you, it crashes through your mind, and you see your worst nightmares coming true. Maybe an old boyfriend that appears <laughs> to be ripped apart and a shadowy creature erupts from his throat. And as that happens, you feel yourself going slightly mad as these nightmares take over your brain. And then you will take three points of wisdom drain. Crap. Not damage. Not damage. Just drain. Drain's the worst one. No, you're right. You're right. I got them flipped. Crap. That that means I can't get that out right. Like, I can't fix that, right? (laughs) Not on your own. That's not good. All right. I will say, and this thing that rips through you, this pulse just hurts. No damage taken because you made your fortitude save, but it is painful. Now that that's all happened, I had to ask you a very obvious question that I should have checked first. It's Uh also going to give away everything about what's going on, but I can't look at your, uh, your character sheet because we're not in person. Do you have on your person a Sahedrin medallion? I will check. You're going to double check. Chris, go through that list. Okay. So I had kind of envisaged her as like having this because it used to be her holy symbol. So I had envisioned her kind of having it, but I never wrote it down. So technically... With like, your backstory, it yeah. would have come from the Rune Lord of Wrath, probably. Mm-hmm. So well, no, even she, if you had that one, it probably wouldn't have helped. She had the holy symbol of Lasala from when she ah. was 
a priestess of Lasala. So, like, that was kind of one of those vestiges of her. But I I considered it more story than, like, right. magic items. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, um, we can... In this particular instance, we, if it's not on your sheet, sheet then I don't remember talking about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was... It was lost in transition from your old life to your new, and now it's disappeared, and maybe yep. you kind of wish you had it. Yeah. All right. Well, at least So you are on the <laughs> other side of the occlusion field, but. and you can still feel it pushing against you, and it wants you out, but you're not walking through mud. You're not going to have to do difficult terrain or anything like that. It's just a presence you feel constantly trying to push you away and out of where you're at. So I'm still in the occlusion field. Yes. Um, does it look like I can push on through, or is it look like, or do I think I'm going to take more damage from doing this? You can push through. All you felt was a pulse, and then it was gone. You're not sure if that's going to happen again, or if it was a one-time effect. But also, now that you are on the other side of the gray. It has disappeared, and you can see a vast area before you. I'm going to drop the map here so you can see it. You are finally going to see the spires of Zen Shalast. And in the distance, you can see the pinnacle of Avarice. Ah. I need to drop... Hadassah, you are right here. So to your left, to your right, kind of in a half circle, you see these tall ivory alabaster cut stones that raise up to like 400 feet. To the west, you see three spired domes that just arch up into the air, 1,300 feet. There is a cliff directly in front of you that slopes up at a very sharp angle. But overlooking that cliff is the pinnacle of of Avarice, this large balcony-surrounded building that is overlooking all of the beauty that is in Shalast. And now that you are on the other side, you can see out with no problem. One last thing. Okay. To the east is a triangular fortress-looking area. It's got three, three towers, one on each corner, and those walls in between are about 400 feet, and the towers reach up to 800 feet, and you can see nothing else beyond that. Okay. Um, With your goggles a true seeing, when you turn around and look outside the field, you see your two friends standing there waiting for you, but they can't see you. Elantre, Safi, can you hear me? Yes. So... You probably don't want to go through that unless we find a um, safer way to do that. Are I don't you, feel very good. Are you okay? Um, I am okay, but my head's a bit fuzzy. And that hurt a lot. Are you staying in there or coming back out? Well, what do you think I should do? <laughs> On the one hand, I'm fairly certain there's things in here I should not face alone. On the other hand, one of us is now inside the occlusion field. And Wes, correct me if I'm wrong, you did say that she's filling a pool constantly to leave, right? You don't know that. Oh, all right. Sorry. I Am I still feeling a pool to leave? Yes. <laughs> it's <Sorry>. constant. <laughs> it is perpetual. Okay. It has now been 50 seconds. I can feel the occlusion field trying to expel me. Yes. 55 seconds. We can't stay or fight in that. Have you ever held yeah. a sword while being pulled? No. No. I, no, I, no. I, I'm, I'm coming back out. I don't feel good. There's a pulse just as you say that. Give me another fortitude save. Another... <laughs> All right. Fortitude save is 31. Wisdom save. Will save. All oh, right, God. Her wisdom's low now. Jeez. Cross your fingers. It was bad before. All right. All right. It's a 23. You fight off, but you still feel those that outside influence trying to invade your very dreams. Okay. I'm coming back out now. <laughs> And you step outside, no problem. It like, and you almost stumble as you step out when you're going with the waves. Oh, you don't look so good. She, she just she 
she looks very green and she just holds up a finger. She's like, just, just a minute. <clears throat> we need to find another way in. What did you see? She thinks back to the nightmare images um, inside the field and she's just, she shudders. And she's like, oh, you mean in the, inside the occlusion field? And she describes the towers of Shinshalast and the pinnacle of Avarice and the uh, triangular, were they buildings? The, the buildings that were over to the left, the triangular things? Uh, deep spires that just spires. stretched up. Okay. They were covered in balconies and arches and very ornate, but they were definitely towers of some sort. Okay. Um, she will just pull, you know, some paper from her from her haversack and just like sketch out a rough, you know, outline of what she saw. It's not super artistic. It's very utilitarian, but it gives you basic placement of what she could see. Okay. Oh, you're very good at that. That's pretty. <laughs> Had a lot of time to practice. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Did our otter friend say that she saw people entering and exiting this? Volantre would recall that. What do you all think we should do? We obviously need a way in. Do you think someone in the city might have an idea? I mean... About about that time, when Volantre asked that question, all three of you dive for the rocks because you see something arch up out of one of the buildings not that far away from you. And it is a very large, very blue dragon. And it just carves a very easy path over the city. And it seems to either be looking for something or maybe it's patrolling. And it carves a path to the north and then it swoops back around east doing this little gentle circle as it glides along the updrafts of some warm air coming from underneath somewhere. And it's almost like a vulture circling something once, then twice, and then it settles back down into one of the buildings. It doesn't seem to have spotted you, but it's there. Was it the same dragon that we fought previously? Hard to tell from this distance. Even with a very good perception check, you wouldn't be able to make out those kind of details. But you do notice that it flies without injury, and as much of a hurting as you put on that last one, you would guess probably not. Great. More blue dragons. So, Safi, hmm? what are you thinking? Oh, well, you know, I think I like to have another beer, but I don't know. We go inside, what happened? You you feel bad and you come back out? Uh... I saw things out of my nightmares, and I don't know. It was waves of just physical trauma that trying to send me to my knees. I don't know what would have happened had I not been as strong if I had been, well, human. But I thought I was going to go mad for a minute there. And um, for all the time that I spent in the Halls of Wrath in the Runeforge, that hurt as much or more than anything that I experienced there. It was just inside my very core. I don't think we want to go in there without protection. No. She shakes her head. Can we do any kind of... Well, she cast the Dwemer spell. There's no arcana to... Well, let's try spellcraft. (laughs) Um, Any kind of check to to see... Like, so... Safi is probably one of the wisest people on the planet. I got a 30 wisdom, so I'm thinking... Like Matt's idea is, we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need those uh, Sahedron runes uh, as like a pass to get through this field. That's that's what I'm thinking. But that's I don't think that's anything that we can infer, unless the field can do something with like a Arcana check or something. Safi has worn uh, a Sahedron rune uh, medallion before in the past, but that was pre Lamashtia or whatever her name was. He was wearing one back then. Uh, 
Just, we don't even have one, though, right? Nope. Like, we don't even know where to get one. I'm pretty sure Droth had all the medallions, and they exploded with his corpse. That was pretty permanent. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so, can you point on the map where the dragon landed? Just south of you, almost at the base of the path that you are, that you are on. Okay. I will ping it again. Bing, right about there. So, so sorted to the west and at the base. You said that we had kind of an aerial view of this of the map that we're looking at now, right? We we had yeah. a chance to just kind of look it over. Well, there is a seven star building, like I don't know, sixteen miles from us, just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it would I mean, be about forty feet from you if it was five foot square. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, obviously that is. Um, you know, an emporium where you can go and get your sahedron necklaces <laughs> to then just go and, you know, well, you, pay you, tribute at Chinchillas, did you right? Not, did you not <laughs> worship somebody like that? Could be a place of worship. We might find them there. Um, would Hadassah recognize it? Is that a from the is that a temple? From the top, absolutely. That is definitely a seven-pointed star. Well, this place is in it, yeah? Yes, and, well, just before we get back into character our characters don't know <laughs> right that the that we need these necklaces it's just us that knows that right um so first we have to figure that out or the characters have to figure that out um had Hadassah suggests um well two options option a we try to force our way through the field anyway Option B, we could hide and wait for someone else to go in and see how they get in. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm okay with waiting, but do you think we'll find anyone who walks through? The city looks pretty desolate, except for those sentries going about. I don't know. I mean, we could wait a little while and see, and if nobody... Peers, we could try to figure something else out. Well, she she said she saw people going in and out. Yeah, the lady in the so. swamp did. Yes. Okay, let's let's give it a day. See what happens. All right. So you guys are gonna wait until you pass the six hour mark, standing around this path with the freezing cold. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, at this point, there are buildings you, around, right? <laughs> Uh, at the top of the path, there are not. It is just a path from the lower city up. If you want to go back into the city and hide in one of those buildings, that is an option, yes. Would we be able to see the area, though, that they would be going in and out of from a building like that? Let's say yes. Okay. Seems like a better idea to hide inside of a building than beside the road. I agree. Yeah. Hadassah I thought you'd just freeze outside. Yeah, Hadassah is just making herself comfortable on a seat on the path there. <laughs> and then she sees you guys moving off and she's like, oh, are, are, are we going somewhere? Well, here's the thing. has Our invisibility, I assume, has worn off at this point, right? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. But Safi's is permanent because of the ring, right? Yeah, I just, I basically can recast it all right. day. So, Yeah. <clears throat> I think it might be better to be in one of these buildings further south. A little shelter. People can't see us. I'm not full of of invisibility spells to last all day. She kind of like frowns and a little bit. She's like, you're right. I should have thought of that. Why didn't I think of that? Well, Safi was the first to think of it. He's just way down the path. Skipping. Just trotting yeah. along. <laughs> you can see the little trail of beer that he leaves. That's how you determine yeah. where he's at. You don't you can't see him, you just see beer spills all over the place. No, no. Little, That's how little you determine where where well. he's at. I have goggles. You just listen to him singing, you just follow his voice. <laughs> Super stealthy. Super yep. stealthy. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna go to one of those They'll buildings. Never know we're here. All right. To hear All right, so you... alive, the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all doing to deal with the biting cold this entire time? I have, uh... oh shoot, resist energy communal. Yeah, he cast that on us. Um, okay, 
I have. Uh, it was a week ago. I have resistance okay. five. So you're immune to cold. Cool. Environmental cold. Right. Yeah. Unless it's like negative stupid. Negative Which is pretty close to negative stupid, but it's not there yet. Right. All right. So you guys make your way south. You find a building to the left or the right of the road. You want, well, let's actually say, do you want to go to the east of the road or to the west of the road? Both look equally desolate as you make your way down. Wes, just to let you know, um, it's Endure Elements, and it's Creature Touched. It lasts 24 hours. It's first level spell, so I use the uh, Meta Magic. Uh, uh, I've got a Meta Magic Rod that doubles the duration. Okay, the Extend Rod. Extend Rod, thank you. And so I'm going to cast it on me for 48 hours, and then cast it on Volantre for 48 hours. Okay. And that protects us down to negative 50. All right, I don't think it gets that cold. Okay. It's close, but not quite. Okay. I remember we discussed it. We just didn't actually cast it. Yeah. And now yeah. it's done. Or at some point it was done. Yeah. I Okay. I'm partial to the east. East it is. Okay. You hang out in a building to the east of the road, which is on the left side. As you walk down and you make your way inside, it is empty. It has got a couple of nice little cots there. Of course, they're huge cots because it's made for a giant... And then they have a couple of what look like dog beds at the bottom, but they're more human-sized. And you wait. I'll keep watch. All right, six hours have passed by. Nothing has gone up or down the road. I need fortitude saves. And this is your first 15K plus check. 17. Oh, uh... Wow, you rolled a two? I rolled a two. I was real close to a mega fail. Uh, 28. Okay. Uh, 38. Excellent. I think most of you, as long as you don't roll a one, you're okay. I'm keeping an eye on Volantre, though. Six hours. Nothing's <laughs> happened. What do you do? We said we'd wait a day. So who's got second shift? I'll, I'll watch. All right. Uh, all right, at the end of six hours, it has now been a total of 12. We need fortitude saves one more time. And it's getting a little bit harder. You're finding it more difficult to breathe. Fighting for air. 25. Okay. 37. I love Casey's face. 18. All right, you're good. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're getting better. Um, no, all right, so you wake up, Hadassah, do a third, third one? Yep. I am rolling percentage checks just to see if anybody passes by. At the end of Hadassah's lookout period, we're going to need 42 saves again from everybody. I'm good. 26. 31. All right, everybody's fine. It has now been a total of 18 hours since the morning. It has been a very long day. Everybody's gotten a little bit of rest, but you're way on up. What do you do? No one's passed by. Nope. Has anybody, anything ever at all moved? I mean, have we seen any other besides the dragon movement? You might have heard some scuffling outside. You might have seen some shadows, but from inside, when you're looking at just this path. No. no. Actually, uh, you might even ha see the shadow of the dragon pass overhead, but it doesn't notice you. Okay. You hear some things happening to the south um, that are very loud. Oh my God. Some yelling, some... Actually, Matt, you went through basic training, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that. Sounds like basic training? Yeah. Just like... You hear orders given. All of it's in giant. If you understand giant, you could understand the orders, but you can tell something military is happening to the south in during your watch. I do speak giant. Excellent. Pick, pick and it's like... Up. Left face, right face, march. You know, you would know these. So they're just going through drills. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just thought of this. Um, I'm going to cast Ears of the City. Oh. And Yay. I forgot completely all about I was looking through my spells like, what the hell am I going to do? Um, and basically, I'm looking or listening, observing the city to see what it takes to get through the occlusion field. 
and you pick up little bits and pieces and flashes of images and uh, sort of uh, you're able to put together a little bit of a story, even if it's not well described, if I remember correctly, from two years ago when you cast it the last time. It's, Does that sound right? It, it's basically doing diplomacy checks, or in my case, I can use perception to gather information like a diplomacy set, diplomacy check. And I can do it 16 times because of my level. <laughs> All right. So what's your, what's, if you take 20, what do you get? If I take 20, my perception is a 48. 48. 49, excuse me. Information, you're trying to find a way through the occlusion field. You see the image of a Sahedrin rune on somebody's finger. Okay. Just an M or you're saying an actual ring, right? Like I'm yes. seeing the image of that, not an image of a yep. ring on them. Um, yep. And you okay. see them pass through a gray fog. All right. So <laughs> whenever I cast a spell, I always feel like it should look like uh, Doctor Strange when he's looking at all the futures. How he's just like just <laughs> listening, yeah. his head's just going back and forth. So yeah, Safi's that, doing that. Um, and when the spell's over, it's 16 rounds later. Oh, we need a Sehudrin to get through a ring, or uh, I used to have an amulet before I died. Uh, I don't know where that is, but we need a Sahedrin. Hadass is like, no, no, I've I've got one. She starts going through the haversack. It's ten minutes later, she's like, well, <laughs> I I had I had one. All right, all right. Well, Safi looks at his shoulder. Oosh, did you get to a Sahedrin? <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Honest question. That'd be great. Mushmush is the only one who can get through the occlusion field. It's a little. It's bigger than he is. It's like holding his head over to the side. Dude. It took him sixteen hours of sobriety to come up with the idea to cast a first level spell. Here's the city. <laughs> um, on each of those sixteen rounds, can you focus on a different question or? Yeah, it's it's literally like gathering information, old like diplomacy style. So right. Yeah. I mean, if, like, so let's say the first half I de determined that it needs a Sahedrin, the second half yep. would be like, well, where can we get a Sahedrin? Right. Volantre asks that of Safi. Where do we get one here? Hang on, I'm, I'm consulting Caden. And Caden sends you images of an ice devil. And over the top of the ice devil, you see the Sahedrin rune as if it was a roof. That building that we were talking about earlier? Yeah. It's down at the building with the seven stars. Or the, the seven-pointed star. Mm-hmm. There's an ice demon there, though. So, well, that's not good. I mean, it's better than the last thing I fought in a temple. We've There's been a god. here. Oh. Hmm. There's a god. Oh. In fact, it was the god of that temple it didn't go well did you kill them no I, I it, it was a god I couldn't even move I've not experienced that yet but I have not fought a god well, I mean, yeah. can't exactly say that I have fought one either we've been here for nearly a day yeah, why don't we, like, take that last quarter of the day and do an eight-hour rest? Should we go back to the swamp? I think that would be a good idea. Like Come back fresh. Like, do a teleport? Poof. I think we should try. However, I don't know if we can get out of the town. Well, let's find out and reach out and touch somebody, and I'll cast teleport back to our otter, quote, friend. Teleport or greater teleport? Just regular, check. Just regular teleport. The regular teleport. Yeah, so we, it's a scene once roll then. You know I have five greater teleports a day, right? Then why am I doing all the teleporting? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Too late. 60. We're good. I think. Yeah, yeah 60 is good. 60 is good. <laughs> I think 85 and higher. You'd want. Yep. On target. And then when you pop into existence, the purple fairy flutters up over the top of you and goes, Oh, how did it go? We're lost. Oh, no, you can't be lost. You are right here in the ice mist fins. Oh. Uh, can we breathe better here? 
Yes, you are at 4,999 feet here. <laughs> Just below the 5,000 level, so you're good to go. So if you're one foot taller, you're SOL? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever uh, you fly up, you're screwed. But yeah. as long as you settle on the ground, you're fine. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so the ice mist fins are a completely completely safe area. You can rest and recuperate from any altitude fatigue here. And you are able to sleep for the night. Do you want to take your eight-hour rest here? Yes. Yeah, yes. that'd be good. Yeah. Um, okay. Svavinka offers to heal anybody who has a problem. She does have a heal spell. She might check on you. So how's everybody? Do you need any healing or some recuperation that I can help with a spell? Hadassah looks somewhat abashed. She says, I, I don't think I'm injured, but... My thinking's a bit fuzzy. You'll have to remind me, Matt. Does heal take care of no, drain? So she'll cast heal on you, but nothing happens. Uh, uh, I could, I can take care of that. Uh, restoration will do it. I have thirty thousand gold worth of diamond dust on me. If you need it, I only need a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so restoration uh, cures all temporary ability damage, and it restores all points permanently drained from a single ability score. Your choice, based blah blah blah. So, yeah, um, it will restore all of your ability drain from one ability score. So, if, but if you had damage in like all of them, it would fix all of that. No, um, no, just the one, just the one. Also, if you're fatigued or exhausted, that's gone. But yeah, it's a uh, hundred gold pieces worth of diamond dust. It's a three round casting, and it's a will save if you want to resist. <laughs> no, no, I. I don't think I could resist at this point. Well, her wisdom, her wisdom is low, lower than it should be, so she might choose to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're not trying to help me. Nah. No, she yeah. trusts Safi implicitly. So. I, yeah, I cast Restoration. Okay. And that will take care of your And I will be glad to awesome. look over you through the night. Please, everybody, rest and relax. See, I made three separate pallets for each of you, and next to this one over here, this one will be Safi's, and you know it's yours because there's a little moosh moosh palette next oh. to you oh, that she has set up. <laughs> uh, she loves yeah. moosh. Uh, and then, and this one is for Hadassah, and this one is for Volantre. Please rest throughout the night, and I will make sure that no harm comes to you through the night. That's very nice of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Hadassah pulls out some of the little snacks that she has backed away, probably something sweet, and like you know, little powdered sugar covered candies or something, and Offers some of those to Svavinka. Don't ruin your appetite. I'll, I'll be cooking in the morning before we go. Ooh, do you? Are you offering to cook breakfast? Oh yes. I had planned an excellent meal of plants and shrubs, but if you are offering to cook, that oh hell yes, great. I'm definitely going to cook. <laughs> <laughs> do you not like mushrooms? A little bit of fungi. I, I like mushrooms with He's a fun guy. meat. <laughs> I'm a very fun guy. <laughs> Uh, no, in the morning, I'm going to cast uh, Hero's Feast. And poof, the Hero's Feast pops into existence, and you guys are ready for day two. What do you do? Uh, let me get my hit points real quick. Uh, uh, oh, nice. Um, are we going to teleport back to the, the building we were in and then walk over to the temple? We should try. Yeah. Okay. What was the hit point boost on Heroes Feast? It is D10 plus, and that's what I've forgotten what the plus is. Plus a number that I'm going to find. Uh, I'm sorry, it's D8 plus one point per two caster levels, maximum 10. So it's D8 plus eight. I got to reroll that because I rolled a nine. Oh, one last thing before you go. Did, were you able to find my friends? They're little gray blobs of humans. Uh, I don't think so. You mean the spared? Yes, the spared. Yes, that's what they call themselves now. But if you find them, they could be a different color, but they're very, well, they're more like Sophie built. Handsome? Yes, very handsome and uh, rotund. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I like food. It's the effect of living up here where it's cold. Those that can have the insulation are able to survive a little more. For now, we've kind of steered clear of the city. 
but we're venturing oh. in there today. Oh, oh, okay. Well, do be careful. There are many dangerous aspects to the lower Zen Chalast. Do you have any idea like, where your friends might be that we could keep an eye out for them? Oh, they hide as best they can. Finding them will be very difficult. Well, we will keep an eye out for them then. Is there a call we can do? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, what about the bad stuff? You just said there's a lot of things to watch out for. What are you talking about? Oh, well, there's these giants. Lots and lots of giants. And then there's these. They're kind of like lamias, but they fly around. They're very dangerous as well. Huh. Matt's face whenever you said lamias that fly. <laughs> And I think I think there is a dragon that lives in the city as well. I've seen him flying over a few times, but since then, when I spotted that dragon, I left immediately and I have not returned. We saw the dragon yesterday. <gasps> oh. It didn't see us. Oh, good. The blue, right? Blue? I can't remember. I think so, maybe. Okay, good. I mean, means it needs to be blue, blue because <laughs> if it's not blue, that means there's more than one there's, dragon and that's yes. bad. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is a bad thought. Oh, that's so scary. But three warriors such as yourselves should be able to handle that, I believe. If we don't need to eliminate it, we won't. Very well. Okay, time to go invisible. All of us? Or just you? I'm definitely going to have... Uh... I mean, we're, we're going to be walking down the street, which should probably not be seen. I guess. All right. Hey, hey, you do what you want. <laughs> Cast invisibility. Well, if you were if you were teleporting us into like a building, right? That I would, cast you know, it where once we had cover and shelter, we could oh. maybe stealth a little bit. But if you're going to go for like the open road, then we should probably cast <laughs> no, invisibility. No, I'm. I, no, we're going back to the building we stayed and hung out with. We're going to. Okay, you could. I. I he goes invisible. <laughs> <laughs> As he stammers. Yeah. <laughs> Adasa drops her goggles into place so she knows where everybody is. Toffee waves. You say we're going into the building. I'll hold for now. Okay. Same. And we greater teleport to that building we stayed for 16 hours in. All right. right you're 18, there. 18 hours. Bling. Well, that's good. It worked. Did we think that it wouldn't? I guess that I painting was not that accurate. It's probably just the the field that we can't teleport into. Hmm. So we're heading towards the east. Yes. So looking out on the street, is there anything on the street right now? You look outside, you look left, you look right. It's safe to cross. Is there the sounds of the uh, giant army? Left one, two. Uh, it's still early in the morning. No, probably not. Okay, Volantre goes on out. He is as stealthy as he can be, but he was not built for stealth. Adasa is in pretty much the same boat, so she stays close. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are walking down the street, hugging the buildings as you go step by step. Not invisible, just Safi, making your way down, but appearing to attempt to be invisible. We keep an eye on everything that's going on, though. Sure. If we need to cast yeah, it, yeah. we can. Yeah. So you go down one building, two blocks. That's 750 feet. You've got to go two miles to get to that building. You're heading towards the uh, the large star that you saw, correct? Correct. Yep. Um, I'm assuming that during Hadassah's time as a priestess, she would have visited other temples, maybe not this one. Do they typically have the same layout that she would have some idea or on how to navigate once we get in there? Or Now, you recognized the symbol. Whether or not it is a temple, you'll have to actually get inside. Oh, okay. It would be tough to tell from this distance. Okay. So you travel... a half a mile to a mile and as you come around one of the buildings and I'm going to ping the area where you're at uh, it's this little white building right here in the you're on the corner and as you are about to come across it you 
notice a very large open field. Several streets kind of crisscross here, and then there is another large building sort of to your left. Uh, it's towards the east side of the city. And you notice just kind of hanging out, moving around. You notice Lamia just lounging about smoking a cigarette, just enjoying life. One of them looks to be on guard. The rest of them seem to be chilling. So yeah, there's a few around here. Then one goes inside, another one comes out. It seems to be a place where they just chill. And we'll pick up right here next week. Lamia <laughs> 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 Land. The building of Lamia. All the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.